0: This is a representative of Iran's supreme leader at a tourist destination in southern Iran. He is personally going around to order the closure of any shop where women are not wearing the Islamic headscarf. This is the latest example of how religious authorities in Iran are trying to enforce Islamic dress codes after months of protest have broken them down. Authorities have begun imposing fines and refusing service like in public transportation, airports and hospitals to women who refuse to wear the hijab. Shopkeepers have been urged to enforce hijab rules on their customers or face closure. Iranian women, however, say this crackdown will not stop them from fighting for social freedoms. One of them is our observer Pandar. She spoke to us under condition of anonymity for her safety, and her words will be read by an actress.
1: Aujourd'hui, je porte juste une chemise et un pantalon, pas d'autres vêtements, et cela ne m'a jamais posé de problème. Pendant les dernières vacances de Nowruz, j'ai voyagé dans de nombreuses villes et visité de nombreuses attractions touristiques et je n'ai pas eu de problème. Les autorités tentent de monter les commerçants contre les gens, mais elles n'y parviendront pas. Des vidéos montrent des femmes sans hijab, se faire refuser l'entrée d'aéroports ou de stations de métro. Nous avons le sentiment que la République islamique fait cela principalement pour que ses partisans puissent dire « Regardez, nous n'avons pas abandonné, nous nous battrons. C'est surtout de la propagande. » À mon avis, ils ne peuvent rien y faire. Des millions de femmes refusent le hijab obligatoire et la République islamique n'a ni la main dœuvre ni l'argent pour s'en prendre à ces millions de femmes. La police a promis de commencer à sévir, mais j'ai continué à porter la même tenue. Je n'avais pas peur et je me sentais davantage soutenue par les gens dans la rue.
0: Les autorités iraniennes ont aussi créé une plateforme officielle où les régime drivers ne un hijab. They put in their license plate number, and the owner of the car will receive a message and a fine. Like this one. Dear car owner, you've committed an offense, this text message says. If this is a mistake, you have 48 hours to appeal via this link. If you repeat this crime, your car will be impounded. But Iranian protesters have found a way around this technology.
1: Si nous voyons une voiture dans laquelle se trouve une femme portant un hijab ou un chador, nous signalons la plaque d'immatriculation à la plateforme afin que leur base de données ne fonctionne pas. Le chaos qui will rendra la plateforme totalement inefficace.
0: A spokesperson for the Iranian police force says they've received thousands of messages from citizens reporting drivers who are breaking dress code regulations. Police also say they've closed down 138 shops and 18 restaurants just on April 15th for hijab non-compliance. The Observer's team, however, was unable to independently verify these numbers. April 21st, Pretoria, South Africa. These police vehicles were deployed to the offices of the UN High Commissioner for Refugees, UNHCR. Their objective? To evict the nearly 100 refugees and asylum seekers who had been camping out front. Among them was Teresa, a refugee from the Democratic Republic of Congo. We spoke to her just after she was evicted. Devant
2: le bureau de la ser, il y avait beaucoup de gens. Ils sont venus déplacer trente et une familles qui campaient là. Nous sommes restés devant le la ser pendant onze mois avant d'être expulsés.
0: The expulsion of the refugees' camps came after more than three years of demanding to be resettled in a new country. We spoke to Louise Duplessis, a human rights lawyer who has been following the case.
2: They, they don't feel safe in South Africa anymore, and with good reason. There were serious xenophobic attacks in 2019. Some of them lost family members directly from that um, xenophobic attacks. So that's why they then decided to go and stay in front of the premises of the UNCHR, insisting that they must be resettled. The UNCHR is very strict on resettlement, but then in 2019, what happened was, is that the men were arrested for trespassing and the women were taken to and the detention
0: center. Teresa spent three years in the detention center.
2: L'indela c'est le centre de concentration. On recevait seulement la bouillie le matin, deux tartines sans rien dedans. Il y avait pas d'électricité, pas d'eau chaude. Vous ne pouvez
0: pas sortir. But after being released from detention in May 2022, the refugees had nowhere else to go, and they returned to camp in front of the UNHCR office.
2: How it played out on, on Friday could have been worse. It was very tense um, after they were moved away from the UNCHR's office, where they ended up in a park then. That became extremely tense with the police um, and the Metro Corps that decided now we're going to arrest them. Until this woman came forward and offered the farm as an option. This is the house that we gave. There are I mean, these people are extremely traumatized. I mean, there's there's some of them that's got serious mental health issues. They don't get attention. I don't think they see a lot of hope for themselves.
0: Laura Padwin, spokesperson for the UNHCR, told us that the office is relieved that the police action to evict the campers was carried out peacefully. 18 people went to Lindella and 70 are staying at the farm. Padwin explained that resettling the refugees to a third country is out of their mandate. That's it for this week. As always, you can find more reports from our observers on our website, observers.friends24.com. I'll see you next time.
2: From a distance, it looks like a picture postcard. But if you look closer, Hollow Island still bears the scars of a decades long nightmare from which it is only now emerging. Situated in the south of the Philippines, it was the stronghold of one of the most violent Islamist separatist groups in the world, Abu Sayyaf, whose assassinations, kidnapping and piracy have left an impact that will be felt for years. They're just anywhere, and they're just uh, waiting as if you're a prey. Despite everything, a desire for peace is growing on the island, bringing hope of a better future.
0: If you really want peace, you should start with the children. That came from Mahatma Gandhi.
2: Watch Hollow Revisited on france24 and france24.com.